In this day and age, everybody and everything is woke, woke, woke. Even sports talk. And that's why we call bullshit. Welcome to Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. A sports podcast by regular dudes for regular dudes. We'll give you a break from all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. From high school to the pros, we're talking about it. Red-blooded American. Loud. Loud. Real and and raw. Patriot Sports Radio with your hosts, Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, welcome in. My name is Eric. I am your host, Patriot Sports Radio. A very special episode this evening. We have Billy James at the Philosopher 5 on Twitter. He is head basketball coach at U.S. Grand High School in Oklahoma City. Go Generals. Now, we're going to talk to him a little bit about basketball, about the kids he's coaching, uh, his daily routine. And let's be honest, I'm not going to have as good of questions as a coach would we have coach c2 here as well chris producing the show we're gonna go ahead and have coach ask him the better questions coach how you doing this evening i'm good how about you guys i'm good brother I'm coach good, james man. how you feeling good brother? You guys. it's good to see you i've known i i've known coach james for how, how long coach maybe 2008, 2008 yeah that's what me and brett were talking about yeah eight yeah we had 2008 way back. we go way back the vista Right. <laughs> well, coach, you want to get into it? Coach C? Yeah, yeah, man, let's let's do it. So tell us a little bit about uh about uh US Grant basketball this season. How 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 was your season? What uh what tell us about, you know, some of the things that well, you guys Well, you know, I think we US Grant is a different animal than uh some places. We we're 6A, so we're we're with all the big guys. I wish we were lower we don't you know that that school does not have a lot of participation and and athletes so we really got to do some creative stuff and do some digging um you know this year had a little bit of promise a little bit of hope hope is dangerous and we had a couple of kids move in they were pretty good had a little squad beginning of the year kids are kids and teenage boys are teenage boys and you know one of these players man they were pretty good and ranked in the state Won a couple big games and attitude started showing up. Man, we had a we had to boot them off the team, and then we just kind of struggled to win games the rest of the year. But I think I learned a big lesson. I think the other coaches learned a big lesson, and um, just one of those deals, you know. Sure, you know you you touched on it a little bit. Oklahoma City uh, basketball, Metro Oklahoma City basketball is really really pretty high quality, and you guys face some some things that that uh you guys face some things that that maybe some of the others don't especially like you said playing 6a and not really having the numbers of 6a or maybe having the student numbers but not the athlete numbers but um what are some of those things that 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 you can touch on that you can kind of tell us about Oklahoma City Metro basketball the inner city of Metro Oklahoma City basketball that makes it a little different some of the challenges you face compared to some of the you know, uh, the outline, the Edmonds and Normans and, uh, and yeah, that kind of stuff. I, you know, I think it's, uh, I hate to say just money. I, I hate for it to be just that easy, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I think some resources are missing in some places. I mean, o- Oklahoma City 
public schools, I mean, it's, I think it's the most competitive conference in the, in the state. I mean, every, every year there's going to be one or two teams from that conference make a run at, a, you know, a state finals in basketball. Um, this year is more on the girls' side. I know, you know, Millwood used to be on the, in the OKCPS, but they, they won a state championship. But, you know, Oklahoma City's a, it, it's a, it's a good place for basketball right now. Trey Young has put a lot of money and resources and time, and his, he's got a, a foundation that he's put in, and they're building a big complex up in Norman. I think it's going to be a six-eight court complex, and AAU is high quality here in Oklahoma City. We have players every year, man. I mean, we got you know a guy at Creighton right now that's doing good things from Oklahoma City, and then you know you saw Virginia Tech beat Duke last night for the conference championship. There's a Oklahoma City kid on that team, so. There's some players here every year, man. You know, D1s for sure. Sure, sure. Well, how many roster uh, roster spots do you have on your squad when you start out the season? How many how many kids are you rostering oh, that come out for basketball for you guys? Is it, it, Do you guys struggle with getting numbers, or is that something no, that's pretty, we, we struggle. In there pretty uh, good? You know, we probably had about 25 kids come out. We, we had a full roster, everything we wanted at that beginning. You know, like I said, that, that school is a little bit different than other places I've been. I've been I've been in the private schools, and I've been in rural schools, and they do a pretty good job of having some importance of participating in sports in those places. Um, the school I'm at is just a little bit different. It's just a little bit different demographic. A lot of kids got to work. You know, the kids I did have, a lot of them had to go to jobs sure. out of mispractice and I can't well that's that's definitely something sure. that you have to deal with that that some of the others don't you know a lot of a lot of families yep. relying on these kids that's exactly to support that. the household and uh that's something that people around here even in the outlying sections of Oklahoma City don't understand that's a that's a problem that you deal with I'm sure every year is where kids they, they got to go work at their uh job to be able to support their family. And that's something that Edmund and Norman and, and, and sometimes Mustang don't always face. People don't understand that. And that's, that's something that's definitely commendable. And you guys uh, tell me, tell me who you kind of got back next year. You, you're looking forward to bringing a bunch back next year or you, you we, we you did graduate we graduated, you know, majority of our guys. Uh, so we'll be pretty young next year. And uh, you know, that, U.S. Grant is sort of a place where you don't know what you're going to have day one. You get a lot of move-ins and people kind of just land there. And so from year to year, you never know. And I see. think that's going to be that's going to yeah. be what's going to happen next year too. I'll, I'll, we'll just see who shows up day one. Well, tell me, what draws you to a place like that? What makes that place uh, a destination or a landing spot for a coach? I mean, you have to, you know, you you're dealing with things that that a lot of people don't. And, and a lot of other places don't have to deal with. So you, I know you really have to have a passion for that um, to be able to, 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 to have to put up with some of that stuff. Um, and, and you probably deal with some really great, great kids. They, they really are. I, I always say that people ask me about it. I'm not a big fan of uh, the school district, you know, a lot of bureaucracy and rules and, and limitations that, you know, I was down in, I was down South of Paul's Valley in Winniewood, Oklahoma. And, you know, it was just kind of common sense things there. You know, I asked for a, something to be bought or something, and it would just happen. And here I got to do a whole bunch of paperwork. But, you know, I, you know, I'm really competitive. I wanted to be in a place where uh, it meant something if I won games. And we, like I said, we're in a tough conference. You know, any, anything I do here I think is 
is big because you know we're six A. We have we have tough teams, and if I can get kids to play basketball the right way and do things right, you know we win there. You know that's a big deal, and I really appreciate. You know I got a great coaching staff. I got a guy on my sure. coaching staff that's got a big time competitive AAU team in the summer, and the guy just he knows big time basketball, and you know he he's in there helping, and so I think we got some groundwork laid where we can maybe get something going. It's it's hasn't gotten off the ground just yet. This is the end of my second year. We're not real happy where it's at, but we all understand the I mean the work it's gonna take and you know, a lot of it's laughable. Um it's very frustrating, a lot of headaches, but I mean we're we're in it for the long haul, man. Sure. Coach, who's in your district? Well Give we us got a rundown of who's uh, in your district. You know, we got Northwest Classen, we got Star Spencer, we have uh Southeast, Southeast made a, a run at state this year. Uh, John Marshall, uh, Capitol Hill. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting Class and SAS. Who, who Class and SAS was kind of the the dog for a while, and then they actually merged with Northeast High School maybe two, three, four years ago. And man, they have just been the pinnacle of okay. of everything. Great academics, sports, everything. They it's. It's gone really, really well. They got a really good boys team last year, uh, and then you know their girls team this year. Well, the didn't they make a run this year? I think we're Did talking Oklahoma it? state tournament teams. You got to mention this class of SAS girls team. They were a sure. all time historic team. I think they had they might have three D ones. I think they got a girl going to Baylor, um, Baylor women's basketball program. That's What's her name? That's the the Russian. Uh, she's in Russia jail right now. <laughs> Doesn't know? get much better. Uh, but uh, they <laughs> had they got two or three D one. Yeah. They got a McDonald's all American. All American. Um, they I think they went twenty eight, twenty nine, and one. Their one loss was to a team out in a tournament they played in California in the championship game. I think they were ranked top ten in the country. What was crazy was they had a they had a team out in Tuttle in their same division ranked number one all year and they picked class and SAS number two. So a lot of the talk was, you know, somebody's not doing something right. And uh, they, they both met up in the state tournament and class and SAS just put an end to all the discussion and beat them by 35 points. Could have beat by 55. I think they had, I think Tuttle had about 12 points going in the fourth quarter. That, that girls team, man, that was the best girls team I've ever seen. They had it all. They had, they, Dogs on defense. They had length. They had shooting. They, they everything you wanted for a good team. They had it was pretty impressive. I knew that they had a pretty good squad. I wasn't sure how good they were, and I knew the Tuttle squad was pretty good. I knew they met up in the state title, and I, and I saw the final, but I didn't get to see the game. So, uh, but there was a lot of uh, a lot of good teams. You know, uh, when you get to they're state tournament time, man, exactly. they're all good. So, uh, yeah, that that one. You say there's there's a two or three D one prospects on that. Uh, I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than Baylor That's it. as far as women's basketball. So, where do you what are you thinking uh, as far as uh, was there any upsets or surprises that you saw at the state tournament? That anything? Yeah, that kind of I stuck thought out uh, they they call Edmond the mecca of high school basketball, and I think everybody tries to mock them for saying it. But they all three teams made it to the <laughs> state tournament, and then an Edmond team. Won it. I don't think anybody had them picked to win it. Saw that. Uh, so you know, big shout out to that Edmund North staff. I know they they 
they work hard and they 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 got a competitive conference too, so they they made it all the way in one. I, I watched the three uh, A state uh, semifinals and finals, a couple of private schools, and if you're I don't know if it's I, I'm sure a lot of states are like this, but you know the private school public school debate with sports is always hot. And uh, I got to watch CCS, Community Christian out of Norman, and an OCS out of Edmond, Blake Griffin, alma mater. Um, and OCS has a guy uh, that's – I think he's still young. I don't think he's a senior, but the upset was the Norman school beat him in the semifinals, and, and uh, their big guy had a much better game, I thought, than them. And they ended up winning – I mean, they ended up going to state, and they're the ones that played – Millwood and Millwood, uh, Millwood was a young team and they had everything you needed and came down the wire. Millwood hit a three right at the buzzer to beat the, the Norman private school. Now, you guys saw that Millwood team. We, we did times not play in our conference. They you used to be OKCPS. I think they, they've gone on their own now in the last few years. Okay. I didn't know if you guys got a chance. <laughs> I saw uh, kind of surprised that the El Reno girls made it. Uh, to the state championship game, I'm not sure if they were successful. I never did. I was trying to find the outcome I of that. Think they I out of the wire. I never did see girls, if they ended up uh, lost. To win or not. Um, that that coach is, uh, you know, she's a good. But both those coaches, real good coach McAllister and uh, El Reno, and uh, tough game. Yeah, yeah, McAllister yeah. is end up who they drew. Yeah, uh, McAllister's full of athletes this year. Uh, Guthrie ran into them in the state in the state semifinals in football, and man, they they. They just have a good class of athletes this year. Uh, seems like every few years. El Reno's the same way. About every eight or nine years, they they put a squad through. You know, a, a, a class just comes through that really, yeah. really does some great things. But man, uh, you guys, Chris, you uh, you and uh, Eric got anything? You want to move on, or you want to got anything for the state tournament? They're they're pretty deep in Wisconsin high school basketball up there. Anyhow, it's it's been an exciting time of year for sure. You know, uh, okay. this is this is a big weekend. A lot of gold balls. I, I think it's the best time of the year for sure. I mean, these, you guys got anything? Aaron? Well, I'm wondering about uh, these players. Yeah, is there absolutely. an open enrollment process? Like these top top players, are there school districts competing for these guys, and are they playing by the rules to acquire these guys? No. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, there's rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. The, the answer is no. I mean, no. They move around. I mean, the, the new, the new law yeah. is it's open and roll or open, yeah. uh, whatever it is. But it's you can go anywhere you want. Now, OSSA, the athletic governing body, I think has, still has a few rules. But man, you you could kind of do what you want. You do it the right way. Hey, Coach James, is it like the wild, wild west? Is it Sooner country there now? Just kind of go wherever you want, plant your flag, and I mean, that's, it's where pretty close, that's where you're man. at. And maybe your parents got a new car dealership job and a salesman job. You got to come up with a doing? water bill with a name on it, and you can enroll just about anywhere. <laughs> and then, like I said, you know, the, the, the private schools, people always kind of shake their head at them. I mean, they, they have all the leadway because they can get anybody from anywhere. Yeah, if you have McDonald's All Americans and Baylor recruits running well, around, that's a deal. You know, you know th- there's going to be, they're going to swing the tournaments where these kids go to school. You, yeah, no doubt. James, I got one more question for you. Hey, being a six A uh, high school varsity basketball coach, what what are your thoughts on your kids playing two sports, three sports? What are your thoughts on that? 
multiple sports in adolescence? Uh, I mean, my my opinion is, you know, you play every sport you can, you know, your your whole life. I think there's, I think different sports teach you different things um, that, that, that can translate to the next sport. But I, I don't think there's too many coaches out there that really want you to be singularly focused. I, I think it's a bad idea. You can get kind of worn down, you know, injuries from doing the same movement all you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 months out of the year. So now I'm, I'm always been for it. Coach C, that seemed to be more of a popular thing when we were kids. Oh, I, I think with the some of the bigger schools, you know, uh, they kind of get into that because, you know, people people don't like to share uh, resources, you know. The smaller schools, they don't, they don't have any choice. But, you know, some of these great big, you know, metropolis, you know, they get, they get the – monopolizing time and 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 that's that's where that gets into i wanted to talk about one thing that 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 coach brought up just now that um i got actually i somehow got muted but i wanted to wanted to talk to you about that the private public school deal is a deal and 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 it's something that that really irritates me because it's essentially like and and this is a little bit of what coach is talking about and what he has to deal with um and, and and all sports have to deal with because you have these private entities that are controlling their enrollment numbers to be able to stay in whatever class that they want to stay in. And you can do that when you're a private entity. You can play with the numbers all you want to make your to make you in whatever level you want to be at. And and, and public schools don't have that same uh luxury. You know, it, it, it goes off enrollment and it is what it is. The transfer rules now or they are kind of the wild west with with the exception of you know you can you can petition any school to enroll even if you don't live in that district you can petition the school and they have to come up with a quality reason and there's a there's actually those reasons are defined they have to come up with a reason why they can't uh, i know yukon just heard its first petition um from a kid last school board meeting that was wanting to petition to move in and 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 they were they denied it for the simple reason of they just don't have any more room. You know, I, I often looked at that and wondered. I wonder from a from a from a school district perspective, whose kid you know uh, sometimes gets gets preferential treatment here or there because because the private schools are doing it all the time. If you know a kid gets a voucher to attend a private school that costs you know ten thousand dollars a year to go to. And his his family has no, you know, means to pay for that, but he gets a voucher to go because he's a good athlete or whatever. I mean, that stuff's going on at the private schools, and they they have more leeway to get get away with it than 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 the public entities. And and that's that's just kind of my soapbox on private schools to begin with. Controlling the enrollment numbers is a real deal, and it irritates me because you have schools that are that can literally pick and choose and can can use their their numbers to their advantage, whereas you have, you know, like U.S. Grant, for example, you know, they're 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 stuffed in six yeah. A on enrollment numbers, but yeah. not necessarily athletic numbers yeah. or 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 funding numbers, and and it's it's apples and oranges. It makes it difficult. So, coach, I mean, if, if you have anything to add to that, but I I know that's what you're going through down there, and and you know, it just is really one of those things that I see I, I, that I don't know how they can get a hold of that, but they need to. You know, there's been a few – they've been to court, or they've had some discussions anyways about how to deal with it, but the rule change recently was these teams that 
win consistently or go to state consistently have to jump up a class. Crossings Christian uh, out near Deer Creek won last year, so they got bumped up a class. And what they do? They went. They lost the state finals to Kingfisher this year. I mean, it's it is. There's so much that we could talk about the private school thing. You know, you said you know they can let anybody in. Right. You know, the issue is they tell they can tell kids no. <laughs> you know? So you know the, these the voucher deal that's up for I, I guess it's exactly up for a vote or talked about a lot is you know I've kind of gone back and forth. I you know I I went to private schools and I coached at private schools. You know, I always saw it as OSSA, the governing body, and everybody else has eyes on private schools more than anybody else. So if they break a rule, you know, they're, they're going to get found out. So they got to play by the rules. The rules are in their favor, but they do got to play by the rules. But this voucher deal is, like I said, I've gone back and forth because it's like, man, you know, a kid from a, you know, that's got to go to a school that's not very good, has an opportunity to go to private school. Why would we say no? And here's my here's my response. It's because those vouchers, they're not helping the very bottom kids. They're going to help the kids, families that are that are just short of the private school, you know, tuition. They're not helping the kids at U.S. Grant. They're helping the kids that the family is just short just a little bit and they they boost up. So they're still going to, you know, that voucher system is not, you know, if we have four schools in Oklahoma City and Oklahoma, you know, if our education is failing, the solution is not the vouchers. Uh, I don't know what the solution is, but that that seems to only help those that already have a few means and, and some resources. So it's not fair. And I also I always say this when I, you know, my background, like I said, I was at Mount St. Mary's for a few years and then I went down to Winniewood. And, you know, I, so the rural schools always kind of talk bad about the private schools. And I always say, I go, you don't have a private school problem. You have a heritage hall problem. Those guys have whatever the system is, they have played that system. I mean, completely. I mean, they, you know, most schools, (laughs) man, you know, most schools, they go to, they'll have a group of kids, group of athletes every three, four years and they'll make a run. And then, you know, sometimes you have something special like out in Kingfisher, where they're just going to be good for a little while. But private schools, you know, they sort of are there every year. And Kingfisher's winning. I mean, Heritage Hall is winning basketball, football, you know, competitive and baseball every year. And so, you know, their system, I mean, the way they play the system is, it's just unfair. And I, I understand all the, you know, backlash they get from everybody else. And it's just just a weird system. And then the other thing I'll say, you know, because they, you know, lawyers have talked. And they try to figure it out. And one one solution was put the private schools in, in their own little little league and let them play each other. And that would happen if Bishop McGinnis didn't have all the lawyers <laughs> and all the money to afford good lawyers because they won. They won. I mean, they went to went to court and they won, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's just it's going to be yeah. there. It's, I think it's there every state. It's going to happen. Coach, earlier you were talking about how this is sort of a calling for you and you wanted to go a place where if you win games, it really means something. Um, I imagine there's a lot of trials and tribulations during the course of a season. Do you find yourself being a coach and a mentor to these young men? You know, uh, it's a good, good question. Uh, at, at this school that I'm at, I am the coach. I am the tutor. I am the bus driver. I am the therapist. I am the uh, I'm the cook, I, you know, I am the, I, you know, 
they, they don't have a lot, man. They, you know, these, the kids in my area, um, you know, are, are really needing things, but a lot of, you know, one parent homes, a lot of, you know, I have not met a dad yet, if you know what I mean. And, um, it's just, uh, they just need a lot. And, and so I have, a I have, a, I really love my coaching staff. I really do. They all sort of kind of get that too. And so we've, um, we've, we've thrown money in. I got one, one of my leg coaches is, has really helped with some, you know, on the money in and, and food and rides. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's tough, man. I mean, they're just, they're just really lacking and we got to kind of fill all those holes that they, they don't have. See, this is the kind of thing I want to use a platform to bring to light. Well, and, and, and these are the things, Eric, I'm telling you, is this deal, this, this, this is the thing, this guy that's, that's in front of us here, that he, he's doing things and dealing with problems that a normal coach don't, doesn't have. The Normans, the Edmonds, the Mustangs, the, the, the Moors, they all have booster clubs. They all have things like that. And, and, you know, he's dealing with, with, with a different socioeconomic group of kids. And, no. and, and that's not to say anything negative sure. about about the athletes that he has, because there are some athletes there. Right. There's nobody leaving an Edmund North practice that's right. worried about having dinner that night. I mean, I assure you, there, it's not happening. And and so I can't I can't tell you, you know, the the the, the respect 100%. that I have for for you and your staff doing what you're doing. I mean, because people people don't understand. They just don't they don't understand what you guys are doing. It, it's a one man band there. For, for for each one of you, you're just dealing with a different different situation, and uh, we can't say enough about that. You know, uh, people people don't understand that even here in the metro that. area of Oklahoma City, they don't Dude, understand. You know, the, yeah, man, I thank you for what you're doing, and I, I man, appreciate my hats it. off. The, the joke we always say is, uh, you know, our the X's and O's are kind of the last thing we do with these guys. You know, it's everything else, and then we get to do a little basketball at the end. You know. In crunch time, these kids are going to play their ass off for you. I mean, they they have a bond with you that... This is, there's some good kids, man. There's some good kids, and they still stay in contact with me, the guys that graduated, you know, last year. And um, they're good kids, man. I, I you know, I, I wish they could just catch a break here and there. And um, we got to send one, you know, one, one of our players got to get into a school. And, and this year we had an athlete. Uh, he's more of a football guy, pretty good football player, really, um, and uh, just a tough athlete. It, not a basketball player, but he started every single game for us. Just tough kid, you know. We put him on big guys, and he got him. He's committed out to uh, out in Tahlequah, out to NSU, and uh, you know these other schools. I mean, they're sending kids left and right to different schools. So anytime one of these guys gets something like that in education, man, it's it's a huge blessing for him. Yeah, ten years from now, one of these young men is going to be thinking about a conversation that you had with them. That's a home run, you know. This week, that's a home run. That's the hope, man. That's the hope. That's that's so important, and that's the that's kind of thing we want to use this show to to bring to light and to celebrate. What else we got? I heard Tom Brady's going to play football again. You got any thoughts on that? <laughs> I think he could have waited till after Selection Sunday, ruined the right holiday. I'm trying to celebrate the Richmond Spiders, and this guy's trying to steal the spotlight. I don't know. Is it weird to be annoyed by this? Is it? I'm not annoyed by Brady per se. I'm annoyed by his return, how he did it, when he did it, Selection Sunday. Great point. I'm also really excited to see Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert and all these guys take over the league. I think they're really fun to watch, and these old men have had their time. 
I felt a similar emotion when Rogers came back. I was like, ah, all right. I mean, I guess. Now, Ro- Rogers is different now. Now, Rogers is different. Let's not <laughs> right, let's let's not let's not confuse the two. <laughs> hey, I'm just Rogers saying that Rogers had a big. Go ahead, Chris. He, the road to the NFC just got way different. Yep. We were talking pre-show, and uh, we found out that coach billy james here is a dallas cowboys fan how do you feel about uh losing amari cooper and then giving michael gallup some money well i mean we got nothing for him i don't know what that's about i mean it's it's whatever man i mean we're we're used to just the dumb moves and it's (laughs) it's just the the weirdest stuff happens i don't know i'm glad baker's got somebody to throw to but we'll probably go 10 and 6 10 and 7 11 and 7 whatever you know again and whatever you know, is that, is that what Dallas Cowboys? I mean, Amari and Jarvis become? are just gonna fucking jerk each other off on the IR. Who? Get out of here with that! The world is gonna end when the Dallas Cowboys win a Super Bowl. The heads will explode. The, the sports world cannot take a Super Bowl with Dallas Cowboys winning it. I believe that. And then you got to pay Zeke what eighteen million? <laughs> See, this is this all stems from paying yeah. the running back. You never pay the running back. They had to let their wide receiver one go because their RB two that Zeke is contract making almost twenty million dollars this year. I knew when they signed that Zeke contract, it was going to be the kiss of death. I, I knew that was trouble for them, and 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 as soon as they did it, I was like, man, that's going to hurt. He was already you literally got to swallow that for a long time. Yeah, Zeke and, was uh, already fucking yeah, around punching even, frat boys and grabbing titties before well, they paid. I mean, him. they've got a better back. Well, they got a better back behind him. The kid behind him's better. Tony Pollard. I mean, what's the What's Pollard. the kid behind yeah, him's name? Yeah, no. Pollard. Pollard is is just as good for half it's the money. It's a circus. It's a circus. And, and I I don't know. It seems like they notoriously make bad management decisions at the top. I I think they could have got more for for Cooper than they did. I I was surprised at that, but I was surprised at Denver not you know the Seahawks. They didn't get anything back for uh, for for Russell, you know. So it must be contagious around the league. I don't know. I'm just tired of I'm just tired of hearing about the how great the uh, the, the the Browns are going to be, and they'll they'll do it again. The Browns and Cowboys have the same hype, man. Every year they play the same. We're going to win it. We're going to be great, and they're exactly the same. It's, the a, it's the same guy that, that, that the, the Longhorn Jews. Same guy, the Longhorn Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Longhorn Network covers their uh longhorn network must cover all of the promos for that because because every year it's the same so uh but yeah man i was brady coming back today why how many super bowls does that guy need he's got a supermodel wife he throws trophies off the side of a yacht get out of here with that yeah bring on i'm tired of josh gordon era amari cooper is due 20 million even it looks like on spotrack Spotrack, Spotrack. Nobody knows how to pronounce this website's name, and I think they love it. I think it's uh, free publicity for them. Twenty million even each year. I assume Cleveland picked up all of that if they just took a fifth or sent a fifth. What's your prediction on week three for Cooper? Tell me, what's the production if on week playing three? Playing a middle of the road team, he'll catch Give me your five for sixty-seven. No touchdowns. I'm taking the under. I'm going to tell you right now. He plays two games, ends up on the IR for six weeks. I, I'll take the under. Well, he's their only receiver. He's only going to play two games. He's going to end up on the IR, and, no. and they'll blame Baker. No, no, Andrew's gone. 
I did not. Is this know a hot that. take? I did not. Or, or know is this that. real? That is man. That, you got to be it's real close to Dallas. After know. acquiring Amari Cooper, Browns informed Jarvis Landry that he may seek a trade per report. Wow. I'll take Jarvis Landry over Amari Cooper 10 times out of 10. Or apparently you can just have the internet and know that. So never mind. That's, you're not <laughs> Jarvis that cool, Landry is an absolute dog who lays it on the line for his team every fucking week. <laughs> and if you're not doing it in the locker room, he gets in your ass. And the team is going to be better for it. Amari Cooper, I'm not sure if he does those things. I heard he called his his uh, quarterback the Black Kirk Cousins. Well, wait till he gets a load of the White Baker Mayfield. Well, he's Cleveland. Cleveland is a mess. It's a mess, and and it's not getting any better. I don't know that Baker's going to be long for the world being there. He he's he's already insinuating he wants kind of out of there. I don't know. They kind of all chips it to the center with the. Odell Beckham deal, and they ended up with egg on their face. So I don't know where they can go from here. I know the they'll defense real is average. Real, but that's about all they got going for them. So. Yeah, they'll be excellent at being average. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Coach James, <laughs> you're a mover and a shaker. Before you uh, get too big in, in big-time yeah. Patriot Sports Radio, why don't you uh, give us your take on OU and the SEC and Texas and all the well, the romance uh, and the love. <laughs> did you see Lincoln's house? Yes, did, I did. Did you see, did you see Riley's that? house yet? They they posted pictures of Lincoln Riley's house out in Southern California. It it made me understand him a little yeah. bit more. Hey, you, you know, uh, yeah. you and I got a common yeah. friend, Kelly, that works at uh, OU Athletics, Chris, and uh, he said the the energy in the building at, at athletics at OU has never been higher. That they all love, uh, you know, what Venerables is bringing. That he's just this. Uh, old school kind of coach that Lincoln was doing. Oh, you know he's going to fucking be good. I, I, he has to be. He has to be. My, my thing is, why didn't you go get him instead of Lincoln in the first place? But <laughs> they said that, you know, they're, they're bringing yeah. back Smitty. They're bringing back the toughness. And, um, you know, they got to get themselves geared to play in the SEC. Just, we don't have the, the, the dogs right now. We don't have the defense for it right now. So, you know, hopefully they'll make the changes and – We'll be competitive. I mean, we're gonna get we're gonna get players now that we're in the SEC. We'll compete, you know, with recruits, and we'll be fine. Hey, that is the first time I've ever heard you sound like an Oklahoma State fan. Uh, you know, we'll we'll be competitive. You know, we're gonna get some players. You know, we'll, we'll. I mean, we'll be in there, right? I mean, we'll be in some <laughs> games for sure, for sure. We'll, yeah, yeah. That's a new sound for OU fans. Hey, that was a great hire. It was a great yeah. hire, and and that program was in shambles for about a month. They didn't know what was going on, and when they got when they hired him, it just rallied the rallied the troops, which is what they needed. That SEC jump's going to be tough. It's going to be a it's going to be a tough mountain to climb. But but yeah, I think they got the right guy to do it. Riley didn't want any yeah, part of it, God, and after seeing pictures of that house God, today, look at that fucking house, every day. man. He didn't want any part of that deal. You can't. You can't yeah, do it. Yeah, well, the view to the basketball ocean is the best that. part. OU basketball is one of the first four out. I feel like if they would have beaten Texas Tech the other night, they'd be in. Hey, I was kind of surprised at that. I kind of thought they might squeak in. I really did. I I thought they had done enough. I know, uh, you know, I listened to Porter Moser's uh, campaign speech after the game against Texas Tech the other night, and he really thought they had done enough too. But, uh, you know, I mean, they also, people forget, before they got hot in the last couple of weeks, they were really laying some turds out there against some really, really teams they should have been 
been rolling, but um, so they kind of got 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 no fault of their own. I mean, our start they kind of got to blame themselves on that down the stretch. But I thought they might get in that today's Richmond Spider game. Yeah, that knocked Dayton out. Uh, really, really uh, kind of shuffled the deck. Oh man, that's how I gotta say, man, that was pretty pretty impressive, Eric. There's no team the that's Dayton, more fun to put money on than the Richmond Spiders. They will have you pacing the living room for 30 minutes, having a, a full on cardiac arrest. Coach, hey, let's let's catch Coach up here. Let's 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 go ahead and catch him up. Eric has had a little bit of a, okay. a bromance going with the Richmond Spiders for about the past three weeks since we <laughs> both on, in the he's tournament been talking Richmond. Richmond Spiders and Mocks is all we hear. Today, when we were watching it together via text, oh yeah, he was he's he's been uh, riding the gravy train of the Richmond Spiders, and it's been padding his wallet. So, so he's a seven to one a, to win the he's tournament. Got, he's got a Richmond shirt on underneath. I'm sure yep. them getting in today as a six seed. Hey, get in early. Get they, in early. They got baby. Iowa get the first early. round, so they're March probably Madness. dead. They got the dance. But I'll bet on them out of respect. I was a trendy Final Four team. I'm hearing <laughs> what's, people hey, what's choose the them. Hey, Coach James, you uh, did, did did you listen to our last podcast? I don't did know you listen if... to uh, Eric laying down the first round it. of the si- first round of the sixty four? How to bet it? Oh my God, you got to go back and listen to that, brother. That is gold. What you guys I, go? I last, misspoke. Last I said on the show it was twenty three seven and three. It was twenty six seven and three. The first half unders. You go twenty six seventy three. You're making money, Coach. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's Richmond. Hey, he's got a <laughs> formula. You need to go listen not, to that formula. Not it my works. formula, but I was lucky enough to stumble upon it. It's Richmond plus nine. I'll take that. I'll take him plus three sixty to win the game too. Hey, seventy. Exactly. It's the Sex Panther. Seventy percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> that is audio sex every time you say it. Just like seventy mm, percent. <laughs> Scudding the books. Scudding the books. Seventy percent of the time it works every time. Anyhow, they're fun. It's it's been crazy uh, <laughs> today. I think they went on a seven zero run the last minute and a half. I, I think they said they've been down. By, they've been down by. Uh, That's when you bet them again 12, when they're twelve the last to one games and won the games outright. <laughs> they've been down by at least twelve in the second half. Double down. That worked baby. in the first Double round down. with me. Uh, here first. With Indiana. I took Indiana when they were getting killed by Michigan because I said, this is a home game. Indiana's going to win this basketball game. God damn it. And they did. Uh, <laughs> I did the same thing with Kent State yesterday and got absolutely killed. So that's why I work. That's why I got to be at work well, in the morning. <laughs> we, we come on every week and, and, and study Eric's gambling woes. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> I'm good out. Pretty good stuff. What else you guys got? Coach James, you got anything? I enjoyed it, no? Absolutely. We want you to come back in the future. We like you. Yes. Let me give out your let me give out your Twitter one more time. Yeah, appreciate you. Yeah. That's Coach Billy James at the Philosopher Five. T H E P H I L O S O P H E R number five on Twitter. He's got a little lock symbol next to his name, so he's gonna have to approve you. So don't even bother if you're not cool. You might get some followers. Absolutely, now. We're, we're worldwide, baby. We're worldwide. Yes, yes. Those to my Irish brethren, I want to say I will be celebrating St. Patrick's Day we with you. Four, we we take four, all comers. We have four. We have four people in Ireland that have downloaded every one of really? our episodes. I wonder. What, I wonder if one of yep. them is an Irish yep. lass. Like when they come out. I think there's like a 36 year old. God bless baby. you guys. And we'll be, we'll be celebrating them on the 17th. We're going to have another coach on Tuesday. You guys will hear it Thursday. 
And uh, we'll have another great conversation with Coach Smith of the Fighting Hartford Orioles. Talk a little Wisconsin State basketball. Yeah. Same kind it's of gonna format. be good stuff. Until then, we'll be back. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. Have a great yeah. night. Hey, thanks for coming on with us, Coach. Thanks. Keep doing the great work. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.